0: Cast. Season 2, Episode 5. How's it going? Today, talking to Kyler and Kyle. So, don't let that be too confusing. Kyler is a friend of mine going way back. And Kyle is a friend of his going way back. They're both my friends. I guess Kyle's my friend too. But, you know, I've known Kyler longer. Went to the same high school. Buddies like that. Uh, really great guys. Both have... Huge ideas and huge ambitions for ways to make the world a better place and help other people. And they're both actually executing on those ideas and they're making shit happen in their own life and in other people's lives. And it's pretty inspirational. Specifically, and we'll get into what they both do individually, but specifically, they're here to talk about um, some ideas, some ways that musicians, artists, people who might not be that financially stable or Financially deep uh, ways that they can actually get stuff accomplished. Like, how can you get a grant for art? How can you get, you know, how can you get help getting equipment if you're a musician or help getting a venue um, paid for? There's all kinds of interesting points that they make. Really, it comes down to a pretty simple answer. Do some research, look it up. There's a, there's actually a way to get what you want to do done. Actually, whatever it is that you want to do, there's a way to get it done that you can actually accomplish. It's just a matter of how many steps and how much effort it'll take. But it, it's always gonna be possible. Maybe for person A, it's easier than for person B because they have a certain type of resource, but you can pretty much get anything done. Like, maybe even build Uh, you know, a giant particle accelerator in your garage. I know, right? Do you think that sounds crazy? You couldn't build a particle accelerator in your garage? But maybe, I don't know, you should look into it. I don't know enough about it. So it's possible in my mind that you could. Actually, I know a guy who's going to school and has like a thesis project going on right now for his master's degree. And he does particle acceleration. Like just, you know, going to school today, Launching subatomic particles at light speed into each other. I don't know if he's actually smashing them into each other, but he's definitely accelerating them up to close to the speed of light, which is crazy. Physics is crazy. Speaking of crazy, if you hear crazy sounds in the background, it's because I'm driving right now. Yes, I am a notorious multitasker, and because for some reason or another I haven't found time to record this introduction before, uh, before right now, and I really want to get it done it while driving see there's a way to do anything that you need to do even if it seems impossible you just have to find the way for me the way is recording in my car so hopefully this episode sees the light of day today or tomorrow we'll see about that shouldn't be too hard for me to edit the rest it was a great conversation Um, one thing you might notice we will reference the fact that we're doing video well you're not gonna see that video friends I'm sorry the camera we were using for some reason didn't want to stay on more than I want to say like 12 minutes at a time and we kept restarting it but we really caught it too late especially the first time so it was just too much of a gap there's not even half of the footage that would be there uh, if we were recording the whole thing so I said screw it we tried and it didn't work we will do video in the future this one wasn't crazy crucial to get video. With the exception of, I really wanted to show some of Kyler's uh, aerial drone footage. He's got a sick drone. Sick drone, bro. And instead of, you know, guns and explosives on it, it's got a 4K camera. Holy shit, sorry, I just burped coffee. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna redo this. This has gone pretty good. Okay, you guys, I don't have a lot else to say other than thank you for supporting the show. Wow I love you You're listening to this right now That makes you special Because there's like There's only a few of you out there at this point But Tell other people And then you won't be so weird For for listening to Interverse Because there'll be more of you that do it And you'll feel better about yourself Because I don't know why But uh, I promise you will If you spread the show Share it Spread it Spread it and share it Like a mm, Audio transmitted disease Okay that's weird So I love you a lot. I do. Uh, If you don't believe me, just hit me up. I'll I'll let you know I do love you. If I don't, be like, bitch, you told me you love me. Then I said, hey, in a Facebook message. Well, you might not actually have access to me in a Facebook message, but you do to the Interverse page. And why I bring that up is because I I want more interaction from y'all. There's a a Facebook group you can get into. There's uh, that's about it. But seriously, join the group. (laughs) Uh, The idea is that, you know, we could create a network of all the different people that have come on the show, which they're all in the group, and all the people that check out the show. And you know, you might find some common ground, you might find some kind of collab that you could do. You know, you need X type of artwork done and you don't do that, but it's you need it for your project, post in that group, man. There's a lot of really badass people in there that you never know they might really like what you're doing and want to jump in. That's kind of the goal of the uh, Facebook group, in my opinion, anyway. I want to see some sick collapse come out of it. Or just some higher consciousness conversation, because that's important, too. Okay, so thank you for that. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for listening. I will get on to the episode now, talking to Kyler and Kyle. Kyle Gammon, Kyler Brown. You know, in case you need their last names. Check out their pages. Uh, I'll link to all that in the show notes definitely check out Dorothy the drone at Dorothy the drone that's Kyler's new drone it's really a badass YouTube page you'll see some crazy festival stuff you'll see some really cool nature taken from above he likes going hikes and then when he gets to like a scenic vista launch that bitch off of there and fly it miles into the sky and just look at everything it's fucking cool okay you guys rock uh thank you for checking it out all right see you on the flip side My good buddies Kyler Brown and Kyle Gammon. What's going on, guys? What's going on, man? How are you? Um, happy to do another video episode. Actually, nice. It's, yes. Uh, we. I think we're a little better prepared and set up this time. It took a little bit, a little bit to get going, but yeah, yeah, it'll pay off. Yeah. Um. Specifically, we're going to be going over some information that Kyle has prepared about different ways that artists can start. Um, finding a way to really fuel their passions monetarily instead of being stuck in these cycles of I gotta work so that I can afford to make music but I don't have enough time to make music because I'm so worn out from working and the vicious cycle continues for a lot of people. The matrix. Yeah. Um, What got you guys interested in even uh, wanting to support people in this way? Um. Well, I mean, over the summer,
1: you know, me and Kyler, we started uh, doing work with his drone. He purchased the Phantom DJI Four, and you know, so we kind of just started doing work, going to festivals, working with musicians, and then um, I do work in Kansas City too. So, out in KC, I kind of started meeting the right people. I met some people in the KC Live Arts Council, and they started explaining to me about grant processes and how artists are—they're not necessarily taking advantage. Of of some resources that are out there that could actually be benefiting them to getting their art going, as well as finding marketing and you know the resources to actually fuel their passion.
2: Um, I, I think just being able to help people in the means that they don't have the means to be able to. Uh, necessarily have the time to advertise, promote, or market themselves while they're trying to record, produce music, just get a show. So just being able to enable them and help them in any way, just uh, just so they can, uh, you know, reach their potential. Really, I mean, with what they're trying to do in music.
0: Have you been finding that uh, since you've started? Looking into ways to actually help people with uh, what you're doing, also for kind of a living. And just to explain that, you've been doing video work using your drone to do roofing stuff for people where you can help them get like yes, insurance, claims, yes. get a new roof, and you go do a free inspection with the drone. And it's like... Uh, how was uh, how's the shift in your life been since you've gone from a job where you're just sort of there to get paid and you're not really helping anybody yes. versus uh, where you're just pursuing avenues to actually help people? Um, it's been a very transitional
2: year. Let me just start off by saying that. <laughs> um, you know, my, my previous job entailed um, very good income, morally and ethically not so rich. <laughs> yeah. It's just, uh, you know, I I kind of got into the job at nineteen years old, um, telemarketing, doing yeah. vacation sales for resorts in Branson, and um, not I wish completely a scam, but not exactly a good deal. Not <laughs> not exactly. It's very oh textual in the language as far as um, kind of high pressure too. Well, uh, well, just some promises can be made, but unless that promise is in writing, it's like, well, sorry. Yeah. You know? So it's just a really, uh, the whole, the whole business model itself is just very wrong. And it's like, I didn't feel, the, you know, the, the world is bad enough as it is. And I didn't want to be an adding contributor to that. Just so, so you got a drone and went rogue. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, it's, it's been great though. Like just, just stepping out all the opportunities that have arisen from it it just feels like each opportunity turns into three more opportunities like literally just so just i don't know if if uh, you're ever stuck or you don't you don't know a direction or anything like that you feel stuck in the matrix in general just taking a leap and understanding that as long as your intentions are good uh, things are going to work out just fine.
0: Yeah, well, assuming that you also do what you know is the right thing to do. Because, like, taking a leap and then just saying, okay, the universe is going to just support me in this. Yes and no. I feel like you have to put yourself in the position. Exactly. And But what's interesting is you can get into the position to have an opportunity Uh, just by doing what you want as long as it's actually what you want. So like with you, you get this drone and you just start exploring ways to be creative with it, taking awesome videos while you're on hikes, building up kind of a YouTube page on it. And now you're able to get media passes at festivals to uh, do drone footage of huge (laughs) acts and help. And that's actually helping them out too because they want that stuff for their emotional.
2: Such a cool perspective just to have that. It's like a complete overview of
0: the event and everything that's going on. On. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's the way the aliens see it in the. Uh, world <laughs> <most>. <laughs>
2: Very true.
0: <laughs> They're up there, man. <laughs> yeah, that's why there's so many UFOs at festivals. It's a great uh, perspective from above. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I guess I've only seen them once, and it was a small festival out there in the country. I saw them at Waka. UFOs? I've seen uh-huh. UFOs at Waka? Yes, okay, cool. Absolutely.
2: I mean that Mulberry <laughs> not the Mountain. Only you're one. just you're a space shuttle projecting upwards, <laughs> at
0: Mulberry. You know. <laughs> Uh, So I kind of want to go back over to Kyle for a second because we got really into talking about the drone. But (laughs) it's a great example of how you can just find something that interests you creatively and start, even without necessarily having training about it, you can just start teaching yourself, looking up the resources you need. And in the case of being a drone pilot, it's like you're innovating an entire new field of photography. So there's probably only so much you can reach out and learn Mm -hmm. from the Internet. But you also get to innovate cool new things like... I've definitely seen some sweet shots that you've pulled off having... Like, for example, I'll link to videos and stuff that I can, but there's this one shot where these two hoopers are throwing their hoops in a synchronized way as the drone's backing up and going up, and just looks like... Super magical. Yes. That was a really cool shot, too. Yeah. Uh, Super slow-mo and just the the epicness of being there at the the festival. Yes, it was great. But uh, Mm -hmm. people being able to do their creative expression in order to also support themselves, that's kind of why you wanted to come on and talk
1: today. Yeah, Yeah, because I guess I kind of just wanted to, you know some like common mistakes like go over that that artists might have like when they're trying to get off and you know kind of just some things that you can be doing to just sort of help yourself out and so um you know get ready to take notes guys yeah yeah I guess uh you know, just a short little background of my credentials. Um, I, I went to college at William Jewell and Liberty, um, right outside of Kansas City, Missouri. Um, you know, got a degree in communications, minor in interactive media, then did some work with um, a company called Niles Media Group. And then for the past few years, I've been running my own digital marketing agency called Braden Enterprise um, with a fellow friend who uh, went to college with me. We, we just did it as a project and kind of went well with school. The school sort of helped us out a little. And so that's what I mean by we know for a fact getting grant money to get your dream going works because I've done it myself. And so that's what we've been doing lately is trying to work with nonprofits and trying to kind of work more with artists and get them to understand that, you know, if you have a passion, you can actually, you can work on it. It's, you know, there's, there are other people out there who want you to pursue your passion and you just have to reach out to those
0: people and get the help you need the world isn't really like the terrible drab non-creative mind-controlled matrix that <laughs> sort of our, our weird media is like really pushing that idea individualism into our
2: heads as much as possible really rugged individualism and just and see so,
1: yeah, you know, that's it's, the, the bad thing is like you can't you can't always do things by yourself and that's that's why you should reach out to other people you know
0: well like, my point though is we're like given this portrayal of the world being in like that negative place that's hard yeah. for the creative mm-hmm. person to get by but in reality the creative person that has their groove going and has actually found their niche correctly, they probably have a much easier experience of life than the average person. Absolutely. A lot more degrees of freedom typically. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just about finding the people that are out there that are, A, going to support you by like purchasing your stuff, sure, but there's also other people out there who want to support you actually getting to the position of um, being able to reach a lot of people. Yeah. Because if you have the right message or the, the right mm. art or anything, there's someone out there for it. There's a, You need, like, what, 100,000 fans to be able to support yourself with a decent level of um, income as long as you're putting out some kind of consistent product. There's a huge, wide internet out there. Yeah. And most people I meet are cool, not, like, mind-controlled, weird, uh, <laughs> scary people the way that we're, like, trained to be afraid the world is. Yeah. so. It's, don't worry about it just go for it I guess but exactly what are some of the grants that you can do though um, you have yeah. kind of specific information if I'm wrong right if I'm yeah. not wrong yes Yes.
1: so um, you know I know some more grants really for Kansas City based but for now I'll kind of just talk in basic for say you're in Springfield Missouri since that's where we're filming this year so you know um, starting off uh, the Springfield Arts Commission this is um, they have this thing called the Heritage Art Grant and And for next year, they have about $4,500 that they're putting out there that people can apply to get a piece of it. And this can be used for, these are just examples that they have put in themselves in grant applications, and that's um, concerts for theater, visual arts, dance, or even literature, um, you can actually get funding for. And
2: And from what I understand, like, not that many people pursue them. right, Right, right. They, that's,
1: that's been, that's kind of the real issue is there's actually a lot of money out there from different organizations that's untouched that wow that people don't actually you know not everyone fully applies for it
0: and so I mean, so say you're like a painter or something you might be able to get a grant that lets you put on an exhibition of your stuff yeah, like might help gallery, you fund yeah. even getting prints or something created mm-hmm. and then that's like a seed of potential mm-hmm. um you know that you can grow into being able to do more stuff like that without even needing the grant exactly
1: Exactly. any amount of money when you're starting
2: off
0: like that it's like is so so influential and what you're what you can do with your abilities Mm -hmm. you know especially if you're in that cycle of trying to just hang on um, with your job as far as being able to make enough money to survive exactly and you don't have the money to spend on that new equipment that you need yeah. or mm-hmm. to get prints created yeah
1: that's another thing is um, sometimes you can use grant for getting grants for getting equipment um, I'm pretty sure the Missouri Arts Council they actually have um, some bigger grants that they can do and that, so they have what's called an annual grant which is something that's usually it's a bigger grant but a lot of times they, they kind of prefer artists who are doing something community based so hmm. if you're trying to put on a show um, and if you, you can even do a non-profit show, and that's a good way to get yourself out there is to pursue putting on non-profit events and getting grants for that because if you pursue – so basically if you pursue helping others in using that grant, it's a way to pursue your art, fund it, and also at the same time be helping another organization. And so that's what's really cool about these grants that the Arts Council, yeah, they promote is they're trying to promote like a community – you know atmosphere mm. you know and getting your art out there
0: and i like how it seems to be that the creative arts are so linked to charity and generosity and like open-heartedness as opposed to the sort of corporate job world of you can't get the job done you're fired yeah <laughs> i mean with with creativity there's really enough Like I was saying before with the internet there's enough people out there that you have an ability to directly reach right now because of the fact that there's an internet that anybody could if they're making something that's established following
2: based on just what you enjoy really there's going to be other people lots of people out there most likely that enjoy
0: that exact same thing there are people that sell their stinky three week old (laughs) socks and underwear (laughs) online and make (laughs) thousands of dollars that could be that could be you (laughs) like if you have if you think you have the worst smelling socks that anybody has ever had someone will challenge you no someone will buy those for three hundred dollars a sock or whatever you want to charge because it's like this is an infinite universe so whatever you put out there some something will reflect back (laughs) even if it's just that one freak who wants to buy your dirty undies but you know that's just one example you could do something a lot more creative than that you know that's only creating live cultures in in your uh, garments (laughs) which is weird but you can do it right like literally there's no no limits here exactly yeah um and there's not just no limits there's actually like speed boosts, mario kart style in the form of actual money out there yeah so on the annual grant thing that's like they pick one person to
1: well, award this um, to so does no, it work sort I of like scholarships there's, would there's work score, for colleges yeah it's kind of like um, i honestly think it's just there's basic annual grants but then if you kind of just if you do your research and look into the Missouri Arts Council Springfield Regional Arts um, Springfield Arts Commission all of them have different ranges of um ways to basically help in grants. And I know the Springfield Regional Arts, they actually host events to help people um, kind of learn, you know, they have like events sometimes for art, for drawing. They also have events for marketing um, and little things like that. And then even what's even cooler is Missouri Arts Council, they actually have grant workshops. They have workshops to teach people how to fill out grants, how to Hmm. run your own event even for like if you're trying to run a nonprofit event through your music. Or through your art, and they so they have
0: like there's training out there to help you you know pursue this. That's very cool. And these are organizations that are essentially nonprofits themselves, right? And that are just linked into this mm-hmm. whole system of uh, creative people who want to help people, trying to set up networks to do that. But yeah, if you don't ever look for it, you'll never find it. Exactly. So that's what I'm. That's what I'm getting as um, you know the recommendation from you is that. Yeah. Do your research based mm-hmm. on your own area. Look for what's around. Just start Googling, what, just start Googling art grants yeah, and then honestly, see yeah. where that and leads. I can, and I can put some links up, too, for you to
1: Definitely. You know, attach for this so that people watching, they can, you know, you can actually look these up and try to apply for them, be at the workshops, you know, look into this. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go
0: look into this. I mean, yeah, you might I be feel able like to I pursue it, too, for some of your stuff. Cause, sure. You know, and then learning about that then I'm one more person that can tell other people good information about what they can do Mm -hmm. you know like the more of us take on a teacher role the better because everybody knows something that no one else knows this is like completely new information entering my reality here but it's so basic
1: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, it's just go look for it it's um same as the kids who applied for every scholarship before going to college versus the kids that only tried a few or none yeah the ones that applied for just everything and just really were dedicated and tried they got a lot of scholarships absolutely yeah. yes <laughs> just about how much um
2: How much you want it, really. Yeah, The the drive and, like, just how passionate you are
0: about it, you know, whatever it is. And, I don't know, I guess I would like to say that it's important to not get too caught up on, like, an end result or a destination or an end point. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it sounds, even if it sounds, like, too complicated to go try to look into getting grants or stuff, well... Don't worry about how complicated something may or may not be. Just do <laughs> the, just do the it. next. Well, just do the next <laughs> thing. Like yeah, like go into a thing? workshop. Start you know? or yeah, or go step go by step. Bigger, a workshop.
2: Yeah, looking looking into this. You know, looking. If you think about the whole process, it instantly you you know you disengage yourself from it. If you just take it one step at a time, yeah, you can and just focus one. on
0: that next step. You know, that's it's, that's all there is to it. And you get a positive chain reaction going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, that's what kind of happened with you doing drone stuff. It sounds like that's what happened with you doing that uh, marketing experiment yeah. that's kind of turned into a better yeah.
2: thing than that, right? Mm-hmm. And what's really cool is just, just networking and getting out there and meeting like-minded people who have... Uh, there you can work with them and um just overall be able to open your access to resources i mean um just with like i, I feel like since uh kyle has started the web website the website agency apologize um the drone and just just branching off with all of these different ideas that's kind of snowballed into um just a full-fledged um a oh, digital design agency, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's really cool just how individual people can come together and bring great ideas and ultimately mm-hmm. build into whatever you want it to be. Because that's really what's gotten us so far is just networking, meeting, you know, we're
1: just always meeting new people, working with new people, and that's kind of just what opens up the opportunities.
2: And that's what I think is cool like, uh, like this right here, well, I mean, just yeah. with being able to engage other people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, as long as your intent and your morals are good, it's like... The universe is going to find those people to just connect you to, you know. Yeah,
0: and it does seem to happen, at least for me, in my creative pursuits, there's always, like, um, as soon as you complete one project, uh, even if you, like, stalled for a long time and then you finally <laughs> completed it, like, that day, two hours later, the next project will be, like, poof, here you are. Yeah. and. I feel like if I just would work harder or faster, the opportunities would come just as harder as fast as I'd work. So uh, that's probably true for anybody out there. If you think, I I don't have any foundation of uh, a network to start networking don't think about it as networking then don't think don't go into social situations and think like where can i, I make the best connections just go yeah, yeah, a, yeah just go be yourself and the universe is going to give those connections that's, to yeah. you that's yeah. honestly how it happens like i don't i don't ever go
1: out whenever i meet people i'm never expecting to meet people like yeah you know, it's
0: that's just how it works you you're know? just letting the flow of life happen and that's another aspect of where the creative's lifestyle versus the uh and i know because i work in an office versus <laughs> like the standard office yeah. worker lifestyle, Yeah, they're so very different. There's the routine versus the uh, constant flow of new information and new people and new adaptations. Mm. I mean, to an extent that might happen to an office job, like, yeah, I'm calling a different guy on the phone today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a new person. But yeah. it's like a weird distortion of what human life is really more like on a uh, a natural rhythm i say a natural rhythm just because any person would naturally rather have a life of kind of freedom to go where you want mm-hmm. do what you want mm-hmm. and meet whoever you want as opposed to going to the same place every day right yeah. doing the same thing every day mm-hmm. i mean duh yeah. there might be a few there are a few people that are like no i really like working in an office man and that's fine yeah, I'm we we not need, talking we, it, but we need, we need those people. In which case, this information is not for you. <laughs> there's no uh, grants for office workers. Like, I need a new printer. i to apply for a grant. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. It depends on if... Maybe if you're a non you could yeah, get equipment sure, grants, yeah. actually. Yeah. So, that being said, say you're a person that is like, man, fuck these guys. They're just hating on people that aren't creative. Well, everybody's creative it just it's not about being creative on like painting or, or drawing or music or any one thing it's these, about these grants
1: you know it, these projects it doesn't have to be your like career you know you could mm-hmm. be pursuing another career and still have some creative lifestyle you want to you know pursue like such as you know you could be an accountant but you could also be a painter and so maybe you want to put on a paint you know put on a gallery and you you might be like hey you know I need some extra money I need some funding hey maybe you have a nonprofit you want to help put put your creativity to work in extra avenues of your life, you know?
0: Maybe you even ex- feel that you express creativity with fucking accounting. Like, yeah. that could be the case, in which case you have potential to do all kinds of things. You could set up an uh, organization, a nonprofit of some kind to do some purpose, you know, raise money and then apply it in a wise way. And because you're really good at dealing with money and really good at, um, Making business connections and things like that work, you could end up sending a million meals to starving people in Ireland who only have potatoes to eat. Very true. <laughs> yeah. That is a very good point. So I mean, like, there's a lot of ways to be creative. You could be, you can be creative with accounting in that sense. Like, yeah. You could, yeah, Like, I You can, can figure out a clever do way good things,
1: and like, you know, also you could be creative in like putting on art events. So like, maybe you mm. don't
0: create the art, but you still you appreciate the art. So yeah, like promoters basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's all kinds of people that live a lifestyle of just promoting shit mm-hmm. that they like. There's there's uh, chicks that just have I raves clothes on and have sure. a million Instagram followers, and they get paid by the uh, sponsor websites. I mean, that's like getting to be more and more common, and there's somebody that's basically just doing what they want, living the life they like, going the- to raves and stuff, and they... Mm-hmm. Um, Form a giant network, like you're saying, because they keep meeting people and um, make spreading that presence online. Just doing their thing. <clears throat> Next thing you know, they're getting checks just to wear a certain type of fluffy boots or something. It's kind of crazy.
2: Even worse, there are people who their career is printing and making fake news. How (laughs) they build a following based off of a base of people. Yeah. They put out blatantly false stories that appeal to that base. And before you know it, it grows astronomically through the power of social media. And it's like you have just brainwashed people <laughs> I mean
0: yeah it's a danger of social media as things become very true well, yes. the danger of like the Google era is that there are I guess these algorithms and in, uh, in the internets somewhere in the tube um, somewhere it's in there, there. <laughs> and it makes it makes you only see what you, it thinks that you want to see so that goes for search results. That goes for the adverts that you see on the sidebar. That goes for what comes up in your news feed, what's suggested to you. All of that is pretty much at this point doctored by the preferences that you have expressed through things you yeah. search for, things you click on. And I mean, I'm pretty sure I've just talked about certain things and then seen ads for it before, like oh, yeah, absolutely. without even typing it in. So it's it's pretty weird how you can create, like, this echo chamber, especially whenever someone's in a super red versus blue um, polarized mindset. Mm -hmm. If if you spend a lot of time dealing with like a political perspective online then the online feedback that you're getting your news feed and the things that are coming up for you is going to be just like targeted towards drive that it, all that drive exactly. it yeah and it just makes this perpetual loop kind of and it's weird because there could be all kinds of other information that just floats on past without you finding out about it aka stuff like the uh, North Dakota a- access, access pipeline, access pipeline yeah. to tons of people just don't even know about it. but of course the media is not going to talk about it we don't need to explain why that. Is I mean <laughs> obviously the media's going to report us right. like that.
2: I do see it trending though. At least I mean you have hundreds of thousands, of, and only because that's the only reason is because people are talking about it. You know, yeah, like people
1: some, are trying to fight back and they're trying to mm-hmm. you know they're trying to show their support for the conversation
0: as well as support for what's going on. They've um, they checked in millions and millions mm-hmm. of people checked in at the area just so that any law enforcement agencies attempting to. Yeah monitor who was and wasn't there wouldn't really know I checked in Mm -hmm. I was there yeah (laughs) but it's it's interesting because on like a it's almost like a digital way of holding space for a crisis and for people that need help like that's kind of a shamanic phrase or new age phrase that's bandied about really casually holding space but in the sense of digitally checking in you're in a weird way Making you're projecting part of you yeah. onto that, whatever it is. You you're know? amplifying the resonance of the, the defenders or whatever. Yeah,
2: and the awareness overall. I mean, just, just one person knowing, uh, seeing that word on their screen. You know, that previously wasn't engaged into the.
0: Yeah, or yeah, that yeah. video that you shared that. You know your relative actually happened to watch, and now they know about it. And what is it? What good does it do for more of us to know about it? I think it actually does a lot of good because there, there's a potential in every single person in an attention. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like literally being able, if you on your individual life perspective, being able to pay attention to something can always help you change it or improve it or fix it exactly if you just pay
2: attention if you're ignorant if you're ignorant towards something you know nothing about it you know you don't you won't give your attention to it but at least if you know about it you know there's a percentage there for change
0: there's a potential yeah If like if you smoke cigarettes and you know you shouldn't smoke cigarettes you ignore that thought as you do it yeah you know but if you paid attention to that thought you'd be like well yeah i guess i won't And the same goes for, I think, on the collective consciousness level, the more of us that can pay attention to a situation and uh, give it like good energy in terms of how we look at it and like think of ways that it could be solved and just have a conversation about it and talk about it somewhere in the back of all of our minds where they're all connected and actually one big group mind that that bounces around and and the uh, information gets to the right people somehow through the chain of. I talk to you, you talk to them, and yeah. eventually things do start changing and shifting in that way. So exactly. that's probably why there's blackouts on that kind of thing in the media because if there's no group awareness. The key word is awareness, exactly. It just takes awareness. Yeah. So that's the power of the social media as opposed to the... Algorithmic hell that you can get yourself into through, uh, you know, the way that you might particularly use it.
2: There's good yeah. and bad, just misinformation. I, I feel like we're in an age of misinformation. I mean, as far as the internet, our education, how our far do you want to go down
0: that road? That formal <laughs> long one. Yes, we do. I but. keep finding out about everything that I look into more deeply that I was taught. I find out it's like basically definitely not true <laughs> right yeah so you, i just have started to assume that all the stuff is not true mm-hmm. down to the level of like i don't even think we'd probably die <laughs> <laughs> like i think all of that is just made up uh, i mean all the best stuff they just they don't want you to know about all the good stuff like whatever they told you Absolutely. don't look into that always ends up being like really useful information <sighs> That's the lesson, kids. Like ignore everything they taught you in high school. It's <laughs> all always always dig deep, always research. <laughs> yeah, especially in terms of uh, history, but even like scientific principles are a lot of times based on um, materialism principles that don't hold up even logically to the to a different idea, like materialism being the idea that physical reality is generated from our consciousness is generated from a physical reality that's external to it. Mm-hmm. It's like our brains evolved in this contained system that existed prior to consciousness. And then somehow our consciousness evolved inside of that kind of kind create, of as a collective that spawned off individually that creates what they call the hard problem of consciousness, which is the um, inability that scientists neuroscientists are anybody has to say exactly how the brain generates the conscious experience of being alive and seeing things and feeling feelings Mm. because we can't make a computer do that and there's no we don't understand how the intricate web of neurons and synapses and reactions is creating that experience the other way of looking at it would be to solve that problem by saying that the consciousness itself is generating the physical experience the way that your consciousness generates a world for you when you're in a dream so there would therefore have to just be higher levels of consciousness nested in lower levels of consciousness within it it's sort of like the russian doll idea mm-hmm. so like the earth is a big collective body that's alive. And humans are cells within it, just like there's living individual cells in one big collective human body. And it just goes all the way down. Yeah. Very holistic in nature. Yeah, but the the whole way up. We're taught the materialism version, which has all these logical fallacies and inconsistencies and just makes everything a lot less sensible. In the world, so I mean that's the first, like I don't know why I got into a hippie rant about that, but fighting materialism. <laughs> we do need to fight it because it creates wow. some bad effects whenever you think that the external world is just like this um, thing that can be computerized, roboticized, dead type of system. I mean, if you're looking at it on the it's called idealism the idea that it's all generated out of consciousness and out of mind and that would mean everything would have to be made out of the same stuff Mm -hmm. uh, which would mean it all have the same a a similar degree of aliveness to it regardless of what it was (laughs) if the consciousness is what was the generating thing it's like the table might even be like, man, I love being this table. There's some weird stuff that they talk about, <laughs> for all we know. But I don't know. Essentially, seems... that everything has a consciousness. But that also is not scientifically uh, a great idea, necessarily, because you always kind of want to take the simplest solution that you can mm-hmm. with scientific things. And um, there's no evidence that has ever been demonstrated to say that the table has a degree of consciousness, really. Yeah. Um, versus like animals or plants clearly seem to or you can even make argument for certain types of crystals and stuff and then that's where it gets weird because well if these stones have some sort of Mm -hmm. specific resonance that means something in our minds then maybe tables do too I don't know I just don't want to postulate entities that don't need to be postulated (laughs) (laughs) it's just like that there's some kind of dude in the table (laughs) Or a girl. Come on. Yeah, it's true. It could be a girl table. I don't know. I'm pretty sexist. (laughs) I feel like it, actually, because I always have dudes on the show, and I don't have enough girls on the show. It makes me feel like a sexist. So if you're you're a a chick who (laughs) wants to come on the show, a woman, a goddess, any of those things, uh, do it. Tell me about what you want to talk about, and we'll get it going. Yeah. Yeah man we went from like music
1: marketing to uh we covered it all talking no, it's tourism, all everything yeah the fabric of reality <laughs> man, yeah, it just goes hand in hand honestly you know
2: <laughs> i can't help it i just i just get on one like that it's so easy to and it it's just such an engaging topic to talk about like you know um oh,
0: like <laughs> yeah. the nature of reality itself yeah yeah it's fun to go there i think it's scary though if you're too high very true. <laughs> like what are these furry things? They're called cats, but why are they in my home? <laughs> why is my heart beating this quickly? <laughs> so uh did you have any other like specific grant type information you wanted to go over? Or... Um, maybe not I guess specific grant, but I could
1: maybe yeah, throw in some random information, just marketing just some things that people could
0: do, you know. Oh like ways own. that people could market their stuff more effectively. Yeah, just, you know, just some random Yeah, there. some some pointers from a professional. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that would be you know that'd go over well. I'm going to try to market this episode to people who are trying to get their craft off mm. the ground or get it out there. Okay. Very cool. So, yeah. um, you know, the more we can so In yeah. with good information, the better. Um, I guess this is kind of just information for
1: someone if you're an artist and you want to like purchase your website, you want to make a website, you know, looking into that. Um, so a lot of people, they think social media, like artists believe social media is the best way to market themselves. Well, the issue with that is kind of what he was talking about earlier is there's already algorithms that are fighting against you. So social media, you're going to have to boost your posts, honestly, to actually start
2: really that gets ugly fast. Yes, <laughs>
1: and that can that can start hurting your wallet pretty fast. And so the thing that's cool about websites is websites you have more control over. And, mm-hmm. and see, that's another issue with social media is you lose control in the fact that say your fans were ever turn against you or something. Or say that Facebook turned against you. You put some image up. You put a song and <laughs> someone reported your song in something. Like your page could get taken down. And that's something that you can't control. But with a website, Mm -hmm. you know, building and putting your information on websites, that's just something you actually have more control over. And so that's just sort of, you know, one little thing is just like, make sure whatever information you put on your social media, you have backed up somewhere else, you know, so that you don't lose your content. You don't lose whatever you're putting out there. I need
0: to take that advice, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I have tons of content that's just on Instagram and Facebook alone, and... Mm-hmm. I guess a lot of it is saved on my hard drive in various places, but definitely not all of it. And like, I know it sounds like, Oh, I I don't do anything bad,
1: but like you would be amazed that just some of the times people get offended and it's like they can get offended over something that you would think is perfectly fine. And you know, you get reported or if you make enemies, if you ever make enemies in the world, they can take your social media down. And that's trolls you know, man, it's just they're... like,
0: it's like in South park, the trolls are real.
1: Well, you don't really, you know, I'm not saying people are going out making enemies, but, you know, sometimes it happens,
0: you know, especially Mm. if you're an artist. If you're creative, sometimes there's... A weird, jealous person pops up, an anomaly. Like, the brighter you shine, the Mm. more moths can get attracted to the the, uh, flame, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And sometimes that does get weird. Um, I think, though, anything like that that comes up for a person is sort of likely to be a good thing for them to be trying to deal with at the time unless it's like a scary murderer (laughs) and then hopefully they get away (laughs) (laughs) but I mean uh, trying not to make enemies is a good thing but sometimes you never know when some weird jealous person could Mm
1: get yeah. wacky. so i just i just think it's always a good idea to like backup you know just have backup of your art out and you have so much more a, control yeah. with a website mm-hmm. and there's ways to
0: make sure that
1: and like you show up in people searches too is kind of you know it's a cool thing that people can really do now if you build yourself a following on email you have more control over that because when you mm-hmm. send an email to all your fans and send your art out or send your podcast out through that um that's more effective because mm-hmm. there's no algorithm stopping you. It's just, you know, as long as you know, you, you got a decent email like Gmail or something, you know, that's not going to be marked as spam. And you know, if people are subscribing, it means they want to see your art. They want to listen. They want to, you know, view it. So it's like, give them a direct path.
0: A good know? move that you could do is set up your website so that there's a landing page that, uh, asks for you to subscribe with your email and, And gives them a prompt that if they do subscribe via email, they'll get. Twenty percent off this thing, or, or like yeah, you know, give yes, yeah, yeah, some kind insane. of incentive. Wow. Yeah, yeah. If you have a digital product, you can deliver like music. Mm-hmm. Um, give them the opportunity after subscribing to get a better deal on that, yeah. and mm-hmm. then, and then you can kind of start a feedback loop of the um, funding that comes in through that being put towards paid advertising through Google or through targeted posts in social media. If you do want to go that route, and uh, mm-hmm. you'll be able to. Put that money towards directing more people to the landing page. You'll get more subscribers, and a few more people will purchase your product, mm-hmm. and you can sort of make a loop of uh, you know reinvesting that money and getting more and more exposure yeah. that way. But <clears throat> setting something like that up requires that you actually have content that somebody would potentially enjoy. Right, right. And,
1: and yeah, this is just more for the people who are trying to make art their career. You know, they're trying to pursue a creative path. You know, if, you know, if you're trying to, you know, say you're a musician, you're a painter, you know, you're trying to get yourself and promote yourself through social media and that's great. But, having, you know, having a website and linking it up is good as a backup. And there's, mm-hmm. and you know, you know I'm not trying to say anyone should like necessarily like go out and buy a website because if you're already a creative, you know, you can, you can kind of work on this yourself, but depending on where
0: you're- I can attest to that. Yeah. Yes. You can teach yourself to make websites. Nowadays. Absolutely. Nobody yep. needs to know coding anymore unless they have really specific goals that they want to yeah. achieve with the website. And you know, then that's like your career anyway. So,
1: and now if you're getting to the point, like, say you want to really start building, like, a shop or something, then you might want to, like, look to a professional, like, if you're trying to get to that level, just mm-hmm. so that you're making sure you've got, like, security covered and things like that. Just because, you know, if you have, if well, you have some something to your bank account, you know. Well, some square, of those yeah. Squarespace is what I was going to say. Square, yeah. You know, they, they're like pretty that, good at integrating with that, which is It'll be is pretty good. much straight.
0: Mm-hmm and yeah. um there's a lot of ways to integrate other similar types of services like yeah. Etsy or Shopify. Yes, and
1: Etsy Etsy's always a good one for starting off too. And like so having really something is. like that is good too. Like maybe you don't you don't want a website but through etsy you can definitely you can still use mailchimp and start an email subscription list and combine that with etsy and that's like a great way to just
0: you know get started so that's uh mailchimp.com if you want to get a free way to have an email subscriber list that you can build into one of these not very expensive website services that you can do all by, all by yourself. Even if you don't have a whole lot of content, it's still better than Yes. Yeah. It's like, and another, another thing about it that I've experienced is just whenever you go ahead and create that Etsy shop or make mm-hmm. that website, it's sort of like easier to stick with the thing you're trying to pursue because you've created this space or home for it. Yeah. You know, creations and you, to and go you to.
1: Have more control, too. You know, mm-hmm. whenever you, you personally work on it and when you, you
0: know, you work on selling your own art, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can go as fast as you want to go, which mm-hmm. you can go pretty fast. You can make a website in like a day or two if you were really serious about it using some of those template programs. It's really not, yeah. not that hard. I've messed with it and um, you can get decent results without a lot of effort. You mm-hmm. can get a really amazing result if you put in some of the work because Put there will time, be yeah. there will be some things that you'll want to teach yourself about, like how to optimize things about your page for search engines. And yeah. some of the things like Squarespace do have built-in features to an extent, but just it's the age of information, guys. Ignorance is a, a choice.
2: Absolutely. So. Yes. It's an infinite source of information for infinite
0: number of things. Yeah. There's a... <laughs> Isn't that weird how anything that you look at in the world, you can always zoom in further and further forever? Yeah, absolutely. Whether that's like a line of data, like you want to research, um, you know... Japanese female pirates of the 1600s, <laughs> you can just keep researching forever and find weird information about it, unless there's no such thing, who knows? <laughs> From, and the yeah, um, is, though, a, a level of cosmos to an atomic level.
2: I mean, yeah, exactly, as small or as big as you want to, you know, it's weird, it goes
0: forever both ways, which we already did just talk about. Lots right? of rabbit holes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, anything y'all y'all want to go over before we wrap it up? We've had a pretty good
1: yeah. compliment here. <laughs> I
0: hope that we've managed to inspire some people to go look into some ways that they can get grants or funding or work with community efforts in their area. Especially Springfield's got a lot of that kind of thing. That mm. people hashtag make Springfield weird or keep Springfield weird. That's the thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Anything else, you guys? No, I mean, yeah, I think we covered a lot, you know. Uh, make sure you give out yeah. your your handles, like, Dorothy the
2: Drone, right? Yes. yes. Um, all avenues of social media, look up Dorothy the Drone uh, <laughs> for any of our creative aerial video and photography projects that we do. And um, advanced restorations for any uh, general contracting work here in the
0: surrounding Ozarks. Yeah, you could yeah. possibly get your roof paid for, by the way, a different subject altogether. <laughs> yeah. Pick Very- Kyler up we'll, and he'll uh, come drone... Absolutely, it's, it's a blast
2: and like, what, this is a job, <laughs> it's, it's very cool and to be able to help people in the way we do, I'm very grateful to have the opportunity. Any links you want to share? Uh, yeah, for
1: me, uh, Braden Enterprise, B-R-A-D-A-N,
2: uh, <laughs>
1: website braden.co. Uh, and we'll put links up for that, yeah, too. Yeah. Awesome. But, links below. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, right yeah sure. We'll
0: do it below. Right yeah. here. Yeah.
1: Right here hey, on this table.
0: Put links down here. But, <laughs> okay, thanks.
1: But we also, besides the web design, digital marketing, me and Kyle are here getting pretty good working on the videos as
2: well. Yeah. And That's all you on tickets. the videos, man. Very, hey, very I mean, impressive. Drone, <laughs> the drone with the filming is very, very helpful. The aerial view. It's beautiful. We're <laughs> making a good team. We'll put, some, <laughs>
0: we'll put some drum footage in the uh, beginning and end and stuff like that. We'll just, like, slice cool <laughs> into this video. Yeah. Yes, very <laughs> for cool. sure. All right, well, thanks a lot, guys. It's been a blast. We'll have to come do this again once we have more updates and information, ways yeah, to potentially spread uh, good information. Yes. Coming with
1: more information, you know, just fun.
0: I'm going to a workshop. resources, yeah. <laughs> we should go to a workshop together. Wow. Let's, let's go to a workshop. Yeah. Find the information from the workshop here. <laughs> yeah, I'll just take notes and be like, okay, this is the best shit to do. (laughs) (laughs) thank you for having us man yeah this was fun you guys are great alright love y'all thanks for watching everybody